and welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I'm Laser, a girl's best friend, Elric. <laughs> I'm Matthew, uh, excited to talk about blood in this topic, Matt. I don't know. I'm Matt Slaza. And How's I'm, it going? And I'm Keon Boozar, two months salary Boozar. You ever see Blood again. Diamond? Wait, they don't know the topic. Hey, take it back. Hey, guys. Matty, y'all. One Diamonds. hop this time. It's diamond. Right foot, left stop. Don't get the ring. What? Don't get the (laughs) ring. What? Crisscross. Nobody (laughs) buy a diamond. I don't know. (laughs) That was pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I mean, do I even need to ask how you guys are doing today? I have one thing to say that while we were, I ruined my room tone by smiling ear to ear because it's been a little while since we've recorded. I was like, oh, yay, this is this is fun times, fun times with Keon, Matt, and Laser. So I smiled, and then the creaking from my earphones ruined my room tone. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good. How are you guys? That's funny. I, I actually am... ruined my room tone because I was scowling so hard that you could actually hear my frustration in sound waveform. Uh, I'm doing good because Laser has to edit that room tone. Ooh, take that, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was. I'm not actually scowling. I am grunting and keening. Um, <laughs> I'm actually okay. fine, guys. Okay. You know what? You know what? I'm not going to wait for you guys to ask me how I'm doing. I'm doing. I did. Pl- I said, "How are you guys doing?" That's plural, just like you did. So now yeah. we've covered Matt twice. I just don't think of myself as one of the guys. I think of myself as one of the boys. You know, just uh, you know, just us and the boys going about town picking up things. There we go. Um, there's our there's our big boy laser. I think it's pretty clear that we haven't recorded in a while because what the fuck is happening <laughs> right now? I think we're doing <laughs> just fine. So, um, yes, oh, I'm doing man. pretty good. I'm working a lot of work. Actually, when this episode comes out, I will be working a week where I'm working 70 hours. What um, the hell? Yeah, Are you serious? That's right. Next week, um, which is the week that this is coming out, the Tuesday, I have elected to take 30 hours of overtime. Holy shit, dude. Because I, please I, take care of yourself. I'm all oh about God. that money, 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 I'm in a cold sweat because of how much I know you're going to be working. So I'm kind of, I, I was in a cold sweat with a thousand yard stale, a stare while I just kept hearing the word money over and over. My Listen, Keon, the next week or two for all of us is just going to be too much going on at the same time. And that's why we're recording right now. That's right. Yeah. So my friends and friends um, want to just fucking jump right in. Let's do it. Well, let's jump right in. We're going to be asking one why question each. The others will guess the answers, and then we'll let you know why. Boom, boom, boom. Matt. (laughs) Yes. Do it. Um, Well, seeing as I just ate a grape, I now feel very energized, and I feel like I can ask you guys an important question. Just a little pocket of energy to pop in your mouth, a little juice to add some (laughs) plosives to the mic. (laughs) What? Don't worry. What about is it. wrong with you? I said he's having a grand old time. I'm I'm down with it. I like this energy. I'm here. I'm clear, and I get used to it. Want- I'm smiling ear to ear. All right. So cool. guys, hey, that's good. Uh, why the fuck are diamonds for suckers? Why the fuck Ooh. are diamonds for suckers? Well, um, uh, they're largely extinct now, but the Earth was previously taken over by rock elementals. Um, I would call them golems, but that is a specifically <laughs> Jewish term. And while I am half Jewish, I think that isn't my place to talk about golems. 
Um, so I'm specifically right. talking about rock elementals and, um, you know, every living thing on this earth enjoys candy, right? Like mm-hmm. I enjoy candy. You both enjoy candy, uh-huh. you know, and I mean, we're a perfect sample size to classify the rest of the earth, including all other exactly. living beings. Um, mm-hmm. So these rock elementals, they like candy, but rock elementals not going to eat your average lollipop. No, they eat diamonds because diamonds are their suckers. No, they eat diamonds because diamonds are forever and therefore they'll never have to eat again. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I'll make sure to correct your answer when we get to you, Matt. You really should. <laughs> the sources will make Keon's brother would be very sad. <laughs> My source is God and country. <laughs> Solid. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong uh, in a different way. That Yeah, it, back when the Earth was uh, was still a, a little ball of, uh, I don't know, magmar or whatever. There were the rock elementals. We all know this. Magmar? But, the Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, when it was just magmar. I, I watched the Detective Pikachu, I know. And yeah, so, right. uh, yeah, do you like that entire 30-minute like alternate history that they talked about how they got to that point? Yeah, I can't believe said the world was made in, instead of like, you know, some people are like, oh, it was made six billion years ago, or oh, it was made in the year fucking zero. Uh, Mm -hmm. They said it was Uh made in negative, like in 125 BC, which is like an odd number to just throw it out there. But Well, you see, um, as we all know, you guys are taking a very long time to answer this, so maybe hurry up a little. I would, don't worry, I was on my way. Honestly, this is below average. (laughs) That... (laughs) Um, that, uh, he's, he's not wrong that like when you have a sucker, you, um, you actually, this was, so you know, when people were saying that they were putting like razor blades in, in apples, like for people at trick or treat, yeah. um, this was the weirdly bougie version of that is they would be putting diamonds in Tootsie Pops. So you go one, two, three crunch, and then you get a mouthful of diamond and it would hurt your teeth. So like all the bougie rich people were doing all this and they were having a grand old time, still got a diamond out of it. I mean, like. I would much rather take that over a razor blade. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's why they're for suckers. I mean, you put them in a sucker to prank your rich friends. That's it. Um, Yeah, that's true. You know what? I could just copy that sound bite of you saying, yeah, that's true, and, and find a place in every other episode where you say that. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I don't know what you said, because I was distracted by what I'm about to share with you right now, which is oh. not my topic, but it was very interesting. Um, I was on the uh, name of the article, which is 26 Reasons Why Diamonds Are for Suckers, Oof. which had probably the best product placement I've ever seen of a suggested ad for Ring Pops. Google, you did it. You did it. This is the one. This is your Ring Magnum Opus. Pops. Guys, why get a diamond when you can have jewelry you can eat too? Uh, I I hear nothing bad about this. You can already eat regular jewelry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sure. Good point. Uh, But... but it's not good. It's not good for you, though. <laughs> oh, I mean, so matter of fact, whatever. <laughs> like, I guess so, man. Whatever. Yeah, you I, know, I don't give a shit. I don't. Man. I just. I don't fucking tell you what to do. Now oh, shut geez. the fuck up and get on with your topic. Quick oh in his style, man. Jesus. He's right. I'm sorry. So here's the thing. Why are diamonds for suckers? Well, let me tell you. Twenty six reasons. I'm not gonna read all twenty six. I promise. Whoa. <laughs> Number <laughs> one. Number one, <laughs> it's not tradition. It's marketing. Number they just two. want you to spend your money. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I was going for like a Hamilton thing. I know, yeah, but that's it. It, he does a full thing for number one. It's he doesn't the 26 just say, Ring Commandments. <laughs> 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 
Matt, Matt, you hurry up or I'll meet you at Weehawken and Dawn. Guns drawn. So dumb. And he I'm not throwing so away dumb. my ring. And I'm, I'm not, not throwing away, away my, my ring. ring. Yo, I'm just like my jeweler. I ring. And cooler. I put it in the cooler because I won't throw away my ring. All right. Anyway. Hey, there we go. Um, so here's the thing. This is already off the rails, but uh, 26 Oh, wow, on our podcast? Whoa, weird. It must be Tuesday. This uh, article in quotes is written by Rune Kincaid on the wonderful reputable site Ranker.com. The one that made the the scape? Yeah, that one. Yep. Yeah. RuneScape. Okay, I I had to say Uh, I'm sorry, are we talking about RuneScape now? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can. What are diamonds worth in RuneScape? Quick. Um, oh shit! I think honestly, like, um, if we're going for an uncut diamond, I think it's about one point five thousand GP. If we're going for a cut oh, diamond, which is actually worth less because it doesn't give crafting experience, I'm gonna guess uh, around seven hundred. But I can look it up to back up my sources right now. Yeah, please do, Matt. Go on while he's uh, giving me something like worthwhile listen- to listen to. Oh wow! Okay, so what I'm <laughs> saying is not worthwhile. You know what? Fuck you guys. Here's the we thing. haven't talked in a while. A I'd like to give you some give you some guff. It's fun. There's, fun for there's me. There's a lot of Sorry, people audience. in this world that would want to hear what I have to say. For example, my girlfriend just came into the apartment and walked away, so she's not one of them. But other people <laughs> really care about what I have to say. Why I was taking is she a sip clapping? of my. <laughs> she's doing some. She's making some marks for you, so you know where to cut. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, guys. Here's the thing. We all know diamonds are. Well, bad. actually, oh Matt. God, here's the thing. You see, an uncut diamond in RuneScape is actually worth almost three thousand GP. While a cut diamond is oh almost two. So I was totally off, and I do apologize, people. I appreciate yeah, your candor. Fuck, I think I was are? more going right. for like ruby, di- ruby diamonds. No, just rubies. Yeah, those those dang old diamond rubies. Mm-hmm. Like Pokemon. Like yeah, magmar, like-, like the ball of earth that magmar was. All right, so it all connects. Diamonds are not forever. Number one, that's the first reason you're suckers. Two, it's not uh-huh. tradition. It's marketing. Okay, it's not tradition for the diamonds. It's marketing making it tradition. And there's a long history of that. I'm giving you guys basically headlines as to why diamonds suck. If you want to look into it, feel free. Diamonds aren't rare. They're hoarded. There's tons of diamonds out there. How do people all get rings? How does everybody have a diamond mm-hmm. ring? They can't be that rare if there's all these rings. One. Just saying. And they created the ruse that there's scarcity in order to charge more. The grading system shifts to suit the supply, a.k.a. depending on what the supply is, they will change how they grade their diamond. Mm-hmm. Supply and demand, the invisible hand, uh, so take it through to- the land, my man. We talking about some fucking Leviathan shit? Are we doing that right now? Uh, Nobody? I don't know what you're talking John, about. I'm sorry. Thomas Hobbs? No. I'm Thomas sorry. Hobbs? So okay. my point being, they invented a new marketing campaign and grading system that emphasized concepts <laughs> no one really cared about because they had smaller diamonds and their supply was a larger supply of small diamonds instead of big diamonds, a.k.a. it doesn't matter the size of the diamond, it matters about the quality, the color, the clarity, and the cut. Mm. Oh yeah, how many C's is that? Quality, the clarity, the cut, the The cum. Damn it. (laughs) Of the diamond? Yeah, the cum of the diamond. All right. You don't measure the cum of the diamond? 
whoever's editing this, you can get rid of like it's me, motherfucker. You think I'm getting <laughs> oh, rid no. of shit? I oh, say oh, no. This episode's gonna be so bad because laser doesn't Here we cut go. things. Oh no! <laughs> if you ever listen to an episode of Why Podcast and you're like, "Oh, that was really well edited," you should just message Keanu or I because <laughs> we'd really appreciate the support. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> That burp's staying in now. No, it's I'm not. Better. It out. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> well, now it has to stay in. <laughs> it's, it's too late. The burp's staying so in. So diamonds and rings. Diamond engagement rings are not really a historical tradition. If you thought that diamonds have been playing that role for hundreds of years and were a huge historical tradition, you're wrong because the phenomenon of the diamond engagement ring started in the 1930s. That's right. If you thought, oh, man, diamonds have been doing this for hundreds of years, y- your prop's wrong, buddy. Use wrong, and you probably mm-hmm. feel bad about yourself. Do you feel bad about yourself? Yeah, but not could for you, this. Could you pick one of those twenty-six facts that isn't one of mine? Could you do that? Could I you can pick do one it. that I'm isn't sorry. my topic that we talked about. So <laughs> I just have confidence do issues. <laughs> two more things, and that'll lead to Keon's topic because mm-hmm. I'm a nice person. Um, one, if you guys didn't know this, there are tons of different alternatives to diamonds. <laughs> Like literally infinite numbers of types of stones, types of jewelry, different cuts, non-diamonds that aren't like mined. There's like actually created diamonds. There's so many different things that you could do that don't involve diamonds or scams or the fact that you have to spend literally what Keon will tell you an amount of money. Like Matt oh, just yeah. said, there are uh, like a billion stones. Like I gave Jay for our one year anniversary a ring made from gravel and a twig, and Jay <sighs> fucking dumped me. It was great. <laughs> oh my god, that makes sense. Yeah, but I won Jay back the next day because I cried a lot. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. And just one last thing, I you know Jay's laughing over by just- <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> as long as they think it's funny. There's a lot uh, of Jay gave me the I love you sign language sign. I love it. So, you know, so good. Man, what a topic I've had. Uh, there's a lot of reasons diamonds are bad. I don't want to step on anyone's toes for the rest of the episode. So I'll just say if you want to look more into why, for example, conflict diamonds are bad or why diamond mining practices are bad or why diamond hype is bad, why the price, scarcity, all those things. Please do feel free there. It's a very important topic in my opinion because of the amount of money made off of diamonds, but I'm going to go ahead and briefly mention a little bit of a, uh, Oh, I don't know. Segue for mm. a certain person's topic, perhaps. Wow. Mm. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 That should be our segue <laughs> <Holy> noise. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, a little company named De Beers Ooh. brainwashed people. Yeah. And that's the only reason you want diamonds. And uh, Keon, I think uh, maybe uh, you could tell me a little something about that. Yes, sir. Uh, my question to both of you is, why is the De Beers Diamond Corporation mad, evil, terrible geniuses at marketing? Well, my friend, my good, good friend, you see, you've been... That's me. You've, Wait, you, you Keon's think you... your good, good friend? Yes. I thought I was your good, good friend. No, you're, you're my great friend. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. So good, good, and great, they're pretty much equivalent. Um, so Keon, see, the thing is my good, good friend, you've been, you think you've been disillusioned, but you've fallen into the biggest illusion of all. De Beers, they're not evil. They're here to help us, to help us express true romance through these beautiful diamonds. Ignore what goes on behind the scenes. It doesn't matter. Just go on, spend a few hundred thousand dollars for this ring and, or else... 
how will your sweetheart know you really love them? You know, um, Laser makes a good argument there. I don't like this taste there. in my mouth. I don't like it. Um, Laser makes a good argument there. He, um, that was that was De Beers' copy, right? That was. Oh yeah, no, yeah. They sponsored. The, oh my God, you're not going to blow up their spot, are you? They <laughs> no, sponsored no, no, this no. episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we didn't want to disclose or anything, but this episode is um, sponsored by uh, De Beers Diamonds. Um, oh no, no, uh, sorry, it's the Diamond Beers. Um, it's, oh, <laughs> actually, it's a local brewery, the Diamond Beer Brewery. That's what oh, I meant. Okay. Um, oh, you I'm thought gonna... we were? Oh my God, who? Sorry, I got so worried. Yeah, uh, full disclosure, we would we would never, even if De Beers offered. Oh us God, no! I would, I would, if the option was to end the podcast or be sponsored by them, I'd end the podcast. I mean, I okay, I would run the podcast without both of you. I'm that's down with like, money. Money sounds like pretty good. I'd end the, the podcast brothers. for much less. Okay, <laughs> the day that I, that one of like uh, I I have some principles is all I'm going to say, but I, I will answer Keon's question, which is um. Well, you know why? Why are the the De Beers uh, trying to uh, to get us? The, the thing is, they're not. Um, it's people commonly think that um, drinking uh, two beers, aka De Beers, mm-hmm. um, is beers. is like it makes you slower, you know, or it's a bad omen. But in reality, drinking more than one beer at a time uh, is a common practice. There's nothing wrong with it. It's um, considered to be uh, normal. To have two drinks at the same yeah. time rather than simply having one. Could you just could you circle back really quick about having two beers being a bad omen? <laughs> I want to know where that's going. Well, as we know um, from the history books that we've okay. all read, um, that two you beers are? together, for example, I don't know, on a bar, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> would be considered a bad omen to many people. They would think, oh, I'm having two beers at the same time. Uh, I'm probably gonna get killed with a crowbar. Oh, and I'm sorry, real week. quick. That this tradition, this this omen sort of thing, actually came from France, and that's why it's called du beers. Yes, um, we try not to uh, do stuff like that, like being accurate on this podcast. So I'm, so I was trying to keep it like you know, WikiHow version. Uh, there we Wikipedia go. Version Matt, of, answering of the happened. question again. What is this episode two? Yes, and so uh, I was. <laughs> I would just like to say, you know what? The, the point is, uh, uh, beer is beer is good. Don't worry, the beer is fine. Yes, good for you. Yeah. So uh, contrary to what they both said, uh, the De Beers Diamond Corporation is has had a uh-huh. long, torrid history in something that Matt actually brought up, which is the fact that everybody thinks that, or at least like it is, it is known as they would say on Game of Thrones, that uh, diamonds are what you're supposed to exchange for a wedding band or a wedding ring. And that was actually started in an ad campaign in the 1930s. This was not a thing before the 1930s. Some people might think that it was, it's been forever. It's only been like diamonds are forever. It's only been since the 1930s. Well, and, I'm going to tell you why. I want to say about that, Keon, um, mm-hmm. is many people think that uh, diamonds have been around forever, much like mm-hmm. the two beers, bad omen. Mm-hmm. Both bullshit, actually. Both lasers idea. Oh, the thing you just made up is bullshit? That's weird. Anyway, um, mm. so the diamond ring tradition was invented in the 1930s uh, when people would just, at the time, and so a lot of this research is coming from two sources. Uh, one, Wikipedia, but also uh, two is the Adam Ruins Everything TV show, which everybody loves. It's very good. 
Uh, there are some things that they get weird, and they can't get all the facts right all the time. But just to make sure that I wasn't relying on only that source, there was a debunking video that was very close to it in which the guy cites his sources, and I, like, while watching it was like, these are, I, I researched them after, and we're like, yeah, these make sense. And uh, the other guy on YouTube is named uh, Schnee- Schneebly, and everybody hated his video because Schneebly? everybody loves that. Yeah, Schneebly. You know Schneebly? Yeah, yeah. He, oh, my well, God. I, mean, I, I went to now. school with... Schneebly Reynolds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, I went to school with Schneebly Dennis. Oh, fuck. Dennis? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That guy. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, so Wait, Schneebly, Dennis like, his video... Reynolds? Hold on. Wait, hold on. Reynolds oh, Dennis? Oh, God. Continue. So Schneebly's video has a bunch of downvotes, mostly because like people are just critiquing the fact that they like the Adam Ruins every Everything video and don't like his. Uh, there wasn't too much that uh, in the comments that was like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. They're just like, oh, well, you're missing the point of the Adam Ruins Everything video. They do bring up a lot of really interesting points, which I'm about to go into, which is the fact that uh, in the Adam Ruins Everything video, which please go watch it if you haven't, it's very good. Uh, they mentioned that uh, back in the 30s or before the 1930s, that people would just ask each other to marry them and wouldn't offer up a, a ring and God in reality and they don't and they don't say a ring they say a diamond ring which is specific <laughs> mm-hmm. and is covering their asses because it is completely well known that uh back since forever or at least for a long long time in society people would offer dowries when they were of getting course. married mm. so there is an offering and uh, going back to 6,000 years ago in Egypt, it's actually been recorded on papyrus that people would uh, exchange rings to show their betrothal to each other. Uh, they would be braided rings of hemp or reeds. Uh, sometimes they would be made of gold. Usually they'd be made of gold if it was like, you know, serious or like royalty. Mm-hmm. And so in, at that time, like people were still exchanging things, but they weren't exchanging diamond rings. Now... In a 1990 pa- 1990s paper, this was uh, cited in the Schneebly video, that in the, a 1990s paper uh, called Rings and Promises, uh, which was in the Journal of Law, Economics, and Organization, which still could be fallible as a 1990s paper. Mm-hmm. But in it, they talk about how engagement rings were actually a symptom of a socioeconomic contract that uh, within it would say, it, it basically was like collateral, which is kind of interesting, in which it would say, okay, by offering up this ring, you are making a commitment that you will be committed to this relationship. Because at the time, um, and especially now, like, okay, so this is going to lead to why De Beers are very, very smart marketing people. And it's not Mm -hmm. only the fact that, like, in the Adam Ruins Everything episode, they kind of do a not great job of showing how they're good at marketing. They just say that everything that we talk about now is marketing. They don't say why it actually was important marketing and was actually... Uh, like put into the zeitgeist in like the uh, collective unconscious of like everybody. They don't talk about why that's important because at the time the engagement ring was a symbol of the socioeconomic uh, contract, which just said that, Hey, by giving me this ring, you're basically offering up collateral that like I've, this is my investment to this relationship because Mm -hmm. at the time in literally 19. So the De Beers diamond corporations like ad campaign was started in 1938. Do you know what happened in 1935? Oh my god. No. Vietnam War the prequel. No. <laughs> Did you just google no, something in 1935? No, I just said something. It's <laughs> okay. just so the prequel. Dumb. Anyway, so dumb. you know what happened in 1938? The war. Oh, 4 years before World War II. Totally. Um which yeah, you're not wrong. Uh but in 1935 something was abolished. That was actually called the Breach of Promise Action which the brief of promise was actually a way that people could sue if their uh, partner was 
uh, basically leaving their relationship. If the person was, so if people get engaged and then they're taking steps to get, uh, like pregnant, have a baby, or they're taking steps to be married. If the uh, if the husband were to leave and kind of just like on a whim leave, then this was actually a something to protect the the wife in the situation at that time. Mm-hmm. And that if they did do that, then be like, okay, well now I'm going to sue you. Like you can't just leave me. Like I we we are a partnership, and on top of that, I am dependent on you in this partnership that we have already developed. Now you are leaving me. I will sue you. So that was called the breach of promise. And guess what happened in 1935? Um, what? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, Don't say 69. Damn it. All right, continue. <laughs> yeah, what, what happened was in 1935, it was abolished. So this longstanding thing was abolished. And so people were like, well, now how do we understand, like, if there's no law about it, then how do we have this contract between ourselves? Even though the law, like, was it was a legal thing, but it didn't mean that it was illegal. It just meant that you had a precedent to pursue uh, legal ramifications that now instead they would have this collateral. And even though people were giving each other rings, this was a way the engagement ring was to say, okay, I get that you might think that I could leave from the men's perspective. That mm-hmm. like I could leave. Here is something very expensive, something like here's an investment. And so that's where the very expensive engagement rings came from. Act, so that, I, that actually wasn't the only thing abolished in 1935. Go on about your Googling. Oh, yeah, go uh, just on January 1st, 1935, 1934 was abolished. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you listen here, you clever son so, of a bitch. <laughs> so I'm going to blast through the rest of it, which is this is why the De Beers Diamond Corporation was genius at the time. They had the perfect, perfect ability to strike this market because they realized that as of 1935 up to 1938, they're like, we have a huge surge in our uh, diamond ring uh, sales because they realized people were buying them as a devotionary mm-hmm. uh, uh, gesture to their significant other. Devotional so, collateral, baby. Exactly. And so at the time, they were known as a cartel, quote unquote, because they were part of the groups that owned all of the diamond mines at the time. So having a quote unquote monopoly. So they did, you know, they were in the perfect position for themselves. But what made them even better is that they had a massive ad campaign. Now, this ad campaign gives us a lot of the things that we understand now. Now, the power of advertising is the like basically solidified the they understood the social contract was on the on the rise. And they're like, okay, for people that don't know, we're going to make sure that we can tap that market. So what they did was at the time, they put out a myriad of ads. And the one that people still remember to this day is that if you were going to buy a ring for your significant other, that you're going to get married or an engagement ring, it needs to be two months salary. So whatever you make, take two months of that salary and then go spend it on a ring. Now, which is that was nuts. By you the want way. me to spend $400 on a ring? <laughs> Damn. Oh, buddy. <laughs> you must be crazy. God damn. Well, <laughs> listen, he's not being honest. Keon, you know how many I'm 30 back, hours bro. overtime you know, next week. I better be fucking making more than $400 yeah. in two months. You know, how many, you know how many ring pops you could buy with that? Bro, oh, um, bro I'm giving yeah. my girlfriend oh, yeah. a ring pop because then at least she can eat my jewelry. <laughs> so apparently the take two months salary. You can eat regular jewelry. <laughs> how many times do I have to say this? You know what? When laser's right, laser's right. And this episode oh, yeah. may be bad, but laser's been right a lot. Mm-hmm. 
That's why it's bad. So uh, the two months, <laughs> so the two month salary thing is almost completely arbitrary. It was actually based off of an ad campaign that the beers put out. And here are some direct quotes from that ad, which has an image of a very beautiful person on the like in the middle of it, and at the very top it says, two months salary showed the future Mrs. Smith what the future will be like." And so that alone feeds into the social contract theory that, okay, I am offering you this devotionary item. And so you understand that not only do I have the means to support us, but also that I am, this is collateral, emotional collateral. And so that was the the quote on the top. Then here are some oof, oof, big old oof uh, quotes. Um, <laughs> one in particular, which says, you can't look at Jane and tell me that she's not, not worth two months salary. This one's problematic because you're equating a person's worth to mo- money. Literally monetarily valuing a woman. <laughs> and they're yeah. saying wow. I can't look at her unless I think this, which is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the other quote that I thought was interesting is because everybody, like, when ugh, it was a genius ad because in it, there this is from the perspective of a buyer. So it's like, oh, I just bought from De Beers and this is how much I paid and it was the perfect amount. So even though De Beers wrote the copy, they wrote the ad, it's from the perspective of somebody that would be buying. So here it says, uh, the biggest and best diamond I could afford without breaking the budget was two months salary. So them saying that it was two months was not only De Beers saying, hey, this is how much <laughs> that we think people can afford. They're also putting it in somebody else's mouth that doesn't really exist. And that guy's got killer budgeting skills. If he can, He's like, <laughs> yeah. man, the only thing I can do without breaking the bank is two months of money. It's like, holy shit, dude. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fucking show me your fucking Excel sheet. Good for him, man. Honestly. Yeah, right? But, like, that's a, a great point in general on marketing. He's like, what most of the time, if you can present yourself as the company providing the product mm-hmm. and as the expert on information for the product, you're going to win. You're going to win every time. Oh, yeah, know? definitely. And the the last thing to say is that like in the Adam Ruins Everything video, they do have a couple of weird quotes which like solidify the point. They say that uh, De Beers is this global, global conglomerate that has a monopoly over diamonds and everything. As of 2013, they make just as just about as much money as McDonald's, which is... A lot of money. Don't Wild. Worry. Crazy amount of money. But no. they're, they've been slowly decreasing not only their mining, but the rest of the stuff about the company. So back in the 30s, they were in a very famous TV show. I don't know why I felt like saying that. I mean, I anyway, thought it was good. I thought it was back fine. In the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but back, back yeah. in the 30s, they did have the cartel and they were monopolizing the industry. But things change over almost 100 years. So um, there are a couple things in there about the video that aren't, they're just meant to be like, hey, this is a ridiculous thing. But there are a couple things that they like mention that, you know, at the end of the day, they don't, they aren't completely like seriously true. Like, yeah, fucking diamonds are intrinsically worthless. Yeah, it's a fucking rock. We get it. You can apparently eat it according to laser. So, well, I mean, that's why I want to get my girlfriend a ring pop so she can eat the jewelry I give her. I mean, she can eat. Regular jewelry. And ah. that's the third one. There we go. Hey. The rule of threes. Hey. Now we never have to mention it ever again. That's right. So, Laser, what's your topic? <laughs> um, I actually want to mention real quick that your guys' topic actually relates to one I did in an earlier episode uh, yeah. where I talked about anniversary gifts and how the Jewelers Association decided all of a sudden that like different jewels corresponded to anniversaries instead so of true. like mm-hmm. clocks and leather and stuff. Um, yeah. So, guys, why, Yes. despite... All of these, the, you know, all these episodes, like over a year of content, do I uh-huh. finally have to cave in and ask who? Oh, 
Wow. Wait. What? What? <laughs> Why, after all these episodes, over a year, do I have to cave and ask the question, who? I... Well, I, th- I think I know. I-, I know how this also relates to Diamond. Okay, Is Keon's got we- it. Mm-hmm. We've been so successful over this past year that we've gotten a bit, almost about, uh, I think it is 10 million subscribers on YouTube. Uh, and, 12 you know, million oh, subscribers. There we go. And, but, but it takes them a while 69. to mail. <laughs> but it takes them a while to mail the trophy that they give us, which is a diamond play button. And so what we have to do for our 10 million subscriber special so close after our <laughs> one year special mm-hmm. is that we need to talk and we need to change up the formula a little bit. So we thought about saying what, we thought about saying how, we thought about saying when, but, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's really important that we ask the big question, who? So that's, who that's it. Who are you? Who, 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 Why, who? why? <laughs> who? <laughs> I don't, so, Matt, why, I don't do you, why do you got to ask the big question, huh? I, I mean, your answer was good, but, like, I don't know, 12 million subscribers don't exist. We don't have 12 million subscribers. I'm sorry. Yeah, please subscribe. Lie. Please invite your friends. We're, we're a good show. We swear. We would, we would like 12 million subscribers. I, I didn't just watch one video. I watched two for this topic. Come on. Oh, that was a lot. Yeah. You did a I lot. Did, I, did some, I did a little bit of work. I, did I like actually did worth of work. a shocking amount of work considering if you listen back and you're like, man, Matt didn't say that much. It's because nothing was able to be said by me, and I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. I swear to God. I had a lot about blood diamonds. I had about a lot about how the jewelry industry is bad. I had a lot. Please look it up. It's all bad. Yeah. Also, laser. That's why we have to ask who, because who would do this to this world? Who would abuse psychological peep, peeps? I don't know. Anyway, what's going on? What? What? Who? Hey. Yeah. So, which of you guys would like to help me with a little comedy routine? I mean, I would absolutely love to. I've heard of a comedy, but I've never really you, tried never it. Really participated. Never, you never heard of comedy before. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. All right. Um, so, Keon, um, I just sent comedy. you a message in our group chat on Facebook mm-hmm. that we have for Finding the show. Yeah, oh, if you could God, just no. click on that. So, Keon, would you help me with this uh, this little comedy bit, real quick? I I love me some comedy, Laser. I, okay. I want to yuck. So let's do it. Well, let's see. Who do see. I play? You shut the fuck up and watch, <laughs> bitch. And yeah, okay. it's an audio podcast, so just stare forward. I'm watching. <laughs> well, let's see. We have all the bags. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. Well, that's what I want to find out. I say who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Are you the manager? Yes. Uh, you're going to be the coach, too? Yes. <sighs> well, uh, do you know the fellow's names? Well, I should. Th- then who's on first? Yes. I mean, I mean the fellow's name. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first baseman. Who? The guy, the guy playing. Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. What? Whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's it. That That's who? Yes. Look, you're going to tell me the first baseman? <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> who's playing first? That's right. <laughs> when you pay off the first baseman every month, oh who gets the money? Every dollar of it. I'll... All I'm trying to find out is the fella's name on the first base. Who? And that's enough for right now. Um, so who is oh on first gosh. is a sketch by Abbott and Costello. The premise of the sketch is that Abbott is identifying the players on a baseball team for Costello, but their names and nicknames can be interpreted as non-responsive answers to Costello's questions. Okay, like everybody loves who's on first. I love that joke. I get it. Well done. But like, and I can see as a baseball fan how you even could have gotten there using the <laughs> word and made it make sense. But how the fuck did your brain go? Oh, we're doing diamond. Oh, I'll do who's on first. 
I love How you, Matt. That I love you, Matt. And I want to just point out for the audience why Matt sounded so scripted right there. And that's because we had an audio issue and Matt had to restate his question. And my answer to that question. I was not is scripted. That, that was improv. Yeah, Laser, what's the deal with your answer? Well, it was improv the first time. Fuck you. Well, you see, guys, <laughs> the thing is, is that this sketch discusses which the base men are on the baseball diamond. <laughs> Uh, who the basement are on the baseball okay. diamond. Like I there said, I can see how you can make it relate to diamond. But why the fuck when you were told, oh, we're going to do why diamond? How how the fuck, I should say, uh, did you get to that? Laser, laser I just control F the entire dialogue. They don't mention the word diamond once. It's I'm, true. I'm calling it. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought in my brain, I went, what's a diamond? And I'm like, a baseball diamond. And I'm like, what's something interesting to talk about baseball that I give a shit about? And I'm like, well, that's going to be a, a fucking comedy. So, Avid Costello, motherfucker. <sighs> All right. So, I Laser's mean, I brain. Enjoy doing the bit, though. Laser's brain works in very odd and mysterious and crazy ways. It's, but thank you for that gift. It's what makes me a funny boy. So, who's on first is descended from turn-of-the-century burlesque sketches that use plays on words and names. Examples are the baker scene, in quotes, which is the shop is located on Watt Street. What Street is pronounced as pronounced W-A-T-T Street. And who died, D-Y-E-D, the owner is named who. So, in the 1930 movie Cracked Nuts, comedians Burt Wheeler and Robert Woolsey examine a map of a <laughs> mythical kingdom with dialogue like this. What is next to which? Or, what is the name of the town next to which? Yes. So, um, oh, in gosh. British music halls, comedian Will Hay performed a routine in the early 1930s as a schoolmaster interviewing a schoolboy named How, H-O-W-E, who came from where, W-A-R-E, but now lives in Y, W-Y-E. Um, so there's been a lot of these things by the early 1930s a baseball routine had become a standard bit for burlesque comics around the United States Um, so Abbott's wife recalled him performing the routine with another comedian before teaming up with Costello but Adam and Costello are like a an iconic comedy duo 100% yeah Mm. So um, the uh, earlier routine of who's who's um, sorry, Bud Abbott stated that it was taken from an earlier routine called Who's the Boss, a performance which can be heard in an episode of the radio comedy program It Pays to Be Ignorant from the 1940s. (laughs) Uh, So. This became this is like a classic sketch. They perform Who's on First numerous times in the career, rarely performing it the exact same way twice. They did the routine for President Franklin Roosevelt several times. Um, an abridged version was featured in their 1940 film debut, One Night in the Tropics. They also reprised it in their 1945 film, The Naughty 90s, and it is uh, the longer version, which is considered their finest recorded rendition. That is oh, wow. in the naughty 90s. Um, yeah. <laughs> what the a naughty name. 90s sounds like an elderly porno. But anyway. Ooh, um, naughty oh 90s. <laughs> so, don't Google it. Please don't. <laughs> so in 1956, a gold record of who's on first was placed in the National Baseball Hall of Fame in a museum in Cooperstown, New York. A video taken from the naughty 90s now plays continuously on screens at the hall. <laughs> Hell yeah. In 1970, Seltown Writer published a Who's on First board game. In 1999, Time named the best comedy sketch of the 20th century this one, um, which is my way of fucking up saying that sentence. And An early radio <laughs> recording was placed in the Library of Congress's National Recording Registry in 2003, and Who's on First was included on the American Film Institute's list of 100, 100, 100 memorable <laughs> movie quotations. So um, Okay, just I have for- two things, Laser. Hmm? 
two things. One, I did Google Naughty 90s. It was not as scary as I expected. We're good. Uh, one, Just that, don't Google with Bing. That's true. <laughs> that would be a much bigger mistake. Why would you Google with Bing, huh? Uh, so Naughty 90s, the movie actually popped up pretty high up on the list, so it still must be really popular. Um, but also, I went to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. And actually saw that playing on the screen. So that's kind of wild. This is just like being all over again where you went to that one park. <laughs> I didn't go to that park. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I lived my whole life thinking you. <laughs> oh, my God. How Do you know gonna... the word ball is like printed on the side of a Coca-Cola zero sugar with uh, caffeine free? Did you know that? I just saw it. Ball? <laughs> yeah, the word ball. It looks like a baseball like logo, but it's just the word ball. It's really weird. So go check by the, uh, by the, by the little um, barcode. So, All right, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> Laser. Hmm? Are you done? Or well, is there quick, more? Real quick, I just want to say the name of the play, the players' names. On first base, there's who. On second base, there's what. Third base is I don't know. Left field is why. Center field is because. Pitcher is tomorrow. Catcher is today. And the shortstop is I don't give a damn. Oh, um, my God. I, and at one point in the routine, Costello thinks the first baseman is named naturally. Um, oh, that's solid. <laughs> yeah, just absolutely great. So, um, yeah, I think that comes to a close. And with the clothes, while I'm still wearing my clothes, I'd like to say Oof. here's our segment called Why Not, where one of us chooses a why not question for us to debate. And I would like to see who's going to take the floor. So I'm going to be silent now. I got it. Uh, Go why it. not Spider-Man costumes? Why not Spider-Man costumes? Well, interesting. Okay, um, I I can go anyway, so I'll let you guys choose first. I I will preface this with I may have seen the new Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. and I may if have you seen. Spoil anything? I'll murder I'm you. Not Even gonna... though that's my thing, I'll murder you. I'm not gonna fix spoil it, but I will say that I did see a couple people online dressed as Spider-Man. And I have some reasons why not to wear right, Spider-Man you know costumes. I'm, I'm gonna say positive. I will be positive. Neutral. Uh, I guess I'll be negative, but I will say you can be that like, if you want. Ever, no, that's fine. I can do. I I have some negatives, believe me, uh, just from my visual experience. But I will say that like I am a hundred percent, and I think all of us are a hundred percent pro. Like, sure, dude. Like, dress up as your heroes. They're awesome. Yeah, I'm we're not going to. Yeah, we are dude, not whatever. going to be shaming anyone here. Like, exactly. Yeah, I just wanted like, to clarify. No, there's no body all, shaming here or anything. We're all one hundred p. Like mm. only comedy program. shaming. Yeah, like where we each shame other. each other. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna start exactly. with the negative so that we can end on a positive note. So I, Ooh, I like saw it. some people dressed as Spider Man. That generally, like, it's dope to dress as Spider Man. I would totally high five anyone I've met in real life who dressed as Spider Man. For example, when I saw Spider Verse like five times in theaters, I saw many people dressed as Spider Man. It was awesome. The can, thing wait, about can I dressing, inter- I'm sorry, Spider-Man, can I interrupt real quick? Sure. Matt, Matt, I was having a really bad week the other week, and Matt bought me a copy of Into the Spider-Verse on Blu-ray Aww. and uh, DVD, and I I cried. I like, And I literally cried. Like that's I so nice. bawled my eyes out. And that's all I want to say. Matt is one of the best people I know. And right, now great. I'm going to talk about Spider-Man costumes. Yes. <laughs> and sorry. Why? I, want to, I want to get that out there. No, it's really sweet, but now I'm like, I feel bad because I'm about to just say something. Here's oh, the no, thing. Oh, no, get right on it. Uh, dress as Spider-Man, go for it. Spider-Man's a dope character. There are so many great uh, costumes and outfits and, and iterations of dressing as Spider-Man and different Spider-Mans. The only thing I'll say is, like, if you get a cheap costume or make a cheap costume, maybe have somebody double-check how how it how it is. 
Uh-oh. that it doesn't rip easily or that it doesn't hug in a weird way uh, or that maybe it's not inappropriate to look at you in public I because in there's a rip. Yeah. <laughs> you know Are you saying? good to go to my part? Keon, get what I'm yeah, saying? Here, yeah, yeah, let me let me take the reins from you. Um, that like I, as uh, many other con-going staff will tell you, uh, yes, I am part of the the staff of a convention. Please wear a goddamn dancer's belt if you're going to wear something that might be revealing in one way or another. Hundred percent. Or const- yeah, make sure that you're you're just making sure that you're fine to this, go in public. Yeah, this which- isn't this isn't body shaming. This is uh, lack of decency shaming. There we go. Thank you. Yes. And like totally, totally fine with you wearing whatever you want. Go for it, man. Like mm-hmm. enjoy yourself. But make sure that you're still like being like wearing things that are appropriate. Yeah, that's the word appropriate. So appropriate yes. for the venue, venue you're in. If you're hanging out with friends, whatever, who cares? But I mean, like if you're going out in public and whatever. So that's the one thing. The other thing is the fact that I've seen some rad as hell Spider-Man costumes. And on top of that, just costumes in general. And regardless, like with, I mean, this is more of a thing about cosplay that like it makes you feel like a different person. It makes you feel Heck like yeah. you're, you can do anything. And that's the cool thing about the Spider-Man in general, because like straight up, if you just get a Spider-Man, what are those Zentai suits? But they also morph suit. Mm-hmm. You just get one of those. I mean, like pretty dope. not great. Still wear a damn dancer's belt. But I mean, like you'll still feel like him and go around and have some fun. But don't be one of those goddamn assholes that wears that dresses up like Deadpool and thinks that they can go around and be a piece of shit. Please don't do that. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> Yeah, that. don't Please. do that. So Jesus. Please don't do it. Jesus. So don't fucking bad. do it. Don't do it. Okay. So laser, what'd you Some of those All are right, great. So the I, reason... I have one more thing, laser. I'm sorry. No, 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 go right ahead. I just I just want to say my thing was, and this is why it popped in my head, is I don't mind if you dress up as Spider Man and look awesome. That's dope. What I don't need to know is that you bought a cheap costume and then it came back to bite you because you didn't wear something to keep you from letting me know that you really enjoyed the film. If you know what I mean. Okay. I don't oh. need to know that. Oh, no. I don't. I don't need to know you enjoyed the film. That's Look, a listen, big oof. I'm oh, glad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you found, you know, whoever you found exciting, but I don't need to know it. I don't, and I don't need to know who it is either, but I definitely don't need to be walking and just see something very not great about my movie watching experience oh my yeah. god i press, love press this. f to find another costume and press, like the worst part f about if you boner. <laughs> the worst part is like if you have and we'll just like if you have a boner or you have something showing that's inappropriate that's fine if you wear something that makes that not show i'm not shaming that what i am shaming is if you choose to one get a costume that doesn't have some sort of built-in barrier for that to be a problem and then two not buy anything for that and then three that costume rips that is a one two three plan for a very scarring experience for anybody (laughs) so i'm just saying cosplay response well um all right so uh well first thing i gotta say for positive is uh it fits the curves of my body just (laughs) so perfectly you know i'm a very sexual being and and uh just you know it's always nice to have something to really accentuate that anyway um so uh, the the i know i'm sorry Uh, so um all right positive spider-man suit uh first off like it is it does a very good job of conveying such an iconic look um, it's a good contrast of like stark colors as well as a good um, like I like the web design on it. You know, it, it is, you know, you see you can even just see those colors and you think, oh, like, you know, Spider-Man, you know, if it's like presented in the right way. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah. It, it's good yeah. brand recognition, you know, um, but also um, I think 
really one of my favorite memes in the world has to be the Spider-Man ass slapping meme, <laughs> um, which is, uh, I don't know if you're all aware of it, but it is taken from oh, what I believe is some amateur pornography. And it is of uh, two people, and this is before um, the at least exposed bits parts. Um, it is two, two people, live forms in a <laughs> Spider-Man suit and... There's just, they're just like, there's just a part where they slap like the one guy's ass, and like so, pe- and it just makes like it's otherwise silent, so it just makes a resounding clap sound, and uh, it was it was used very heavily in memes. This this particular part of footage, like over songs and stuff, just things where there would be like a bang or a beat. Yeah, like Bruno it, Mars. Yeah, just like the slap. It was the funniest shit and that is why spider-man suits are positive as shit (laughs) the ultimate pro to that why not argument is very true absolutely so um hey guys i i think we've we've accomplished what we need to and uh personally i think um there's there's uh you know maybe we should take uh some some breaths i don't know just what what do you guys think i think i'll just keep talking until Keon something knows. happens yeah i don't you know it just it's, i think if a, if a break came up like, like yeah like yeah, like peter like sure, peter parker sure. once said, yeah like peter parker once broke um yeah, and it, uh it you know like in spider verse when uh when the the kingpin broke peter parker oh my <laughs> um, you know oh thank god jesus into the you wouldn't even let me say Netflix. my joke. You were so. Oh my! Goodness. I was just waiting just for saying. you to interrupt me. It's pizza time. I was trying. I was trying to make it. I was yeah. trying to Peter Parker, like in the um, Sam Raimi movies. Like some of them are like uh, the no. movie's bad, but so, it's great. So what you're saying is, let's take a pizza break. I've. Yeah, let's take a. I never got that pizza I talked now. about like we've two episodes ago. Well before now, right? Like, well, there's no fucking way we let it run this long after. Let's take a break, right? Wow, Keon, thanks for the excellent intro. I'm sure you guys on the podcast are doing great, but we're in the nebulous zone of the break. And guess what, everyone? Welcome to the break. It's me, your tour guide, Lesia. So thank you for listening to Diamond. You can find why a podcast, if you haven't gotten enough of us yet, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest. No, fuck this. This is awful. This is so bad. Keep going. <laughs> Jay says, keep going. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, at Why a Podcast for all of those, and new pets at Y underscore A underscore podcast for all of those. Please feel free to leave us five stars in a little review on Apple Podcasts because that will make all the difference. It'll make this so good and everyone will love it so much. Is that right, Jay? I don't know what that meant, but oh well. Uh, please, hey, shoot us a question, a future topic, or a personal why question at whyapodcast.gmail.com. Please don't send me emails about whatever this accent is maybe being insensitive, because do not worry, it is not an accent on Earth. We are in another dimension. Speaking of another dimension, Evan Draper's music at Silo Digital Productions is out of this world. 
<laughs> you can find his work at Silo Digital. He made our theme song. And now, go step back into the portal and go and you are back to the show for some very good personal wise. Is that right, Jay? Still don't know what that reaction means. Bye. <laughs> Hello, hello, my ace man, my fellow. You think we're back from the break? Well, hell, yes. Uh, that's right, <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh, there, here's some Macklemore of the show. We're going to be asking a personal oh, why God. question where we go around the that table and ask each other a personal why question. And the why question is, why? Hey, guys, what's your favorite? Or fuck, fuck, fuck. You oh, dumb fuck. My God. I started He's the question it. and you He's interrupted me to fuck up. Yes, I've been praying for this day. How many episodes are we on? Like 50 something? I don't know, but I can tell you. waiting for this you. fucking moment. Keon. Oh my God. If he cuts it out, I'll, I'll just release it separately. I, I'm I so promise, fucking I happy. I promise I won't cut it out. I'm just, oh my God. I, I will, I'm, I'm, I'll flagellate myself later. <laughs> I'm going to print this onto a vinyl and then... 3D print it. Co- coated in gold i'm gonna fucking save this God moment you're gonna put in the baseball hall of fame <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is the question laser? hey uh why is your favorite uh comic book character your favorite character motherfucker there we all go. right yeah. yeah uh do you want to go first keon you want me to go first yeah sure i'll go first um well one of my one of my favorites is just like any of those like 50s and 40s era like comic books mm-hmm. where like you can tell that they were just they were drawing they were trying to get the the stuff out so if you just take any of those panels out of context it just looks ridiculous um those are fun uh but my my favorite favorite of all time would probably have to be Dr. Manhattan from the Watchmen uh comic book because he has his dick okay. out Yes, it's hilarious. He's just got like a flaccid <laughs> penis the whole thing. It's the whole time. hilarious. Um, and the fact that like that's just one of the best comic books I've ever read. And I mean like graphic novels, you know, all that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I the movie it. man just absolutely did it. <laughs> I actually love the movie. Oh, well, dang. Uh, I I was, fucking, yeah, uh, it's very good. I was, a um, lot of people like the movie and a lot of people hate the movie. It's just one or the other. Well, well, the thing about the movie is that it got me into the comic book. Like, you sh- it shouldn't be the other uh, way around. Because uh, the movie, because, like, the comic book is so its own thing. Like, literally, there's one chapter that, like, is perfectly symmet- symmetrical. Like, it's in the middle of the comic book. And literally, like, if you open up to the middle page of the comic book, it's perfectly symmetrical. And if you go back and forth within that, like, chapter, it's, it's amazing. Like, it's such a genius fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Dr. Manhattan, I thought, was a really interesting character in that. That, like, he, he becomes omnipotent. And he's just like, I don't, I don't fucking care, though. Like, it's, we're all chill, dog. Like, it's okay. And, like, every character in that uh, book has something, like, interesting going on with them and their moral philosophies. And so his was... In my opinion, the most chill. It's just like, yeah, I could take it or leave it, I guess. And then it's like, well, why do you care about this and that? He's like, I'm, I'm good. And I'm a blue guy. It's cool. <laughs> bye. So yeah. blue penis. Mhm. Yep. Bye, motherfucker. Bye, bye, blue boo, blue dick. Anyway, <laughs> like they like they said in uh, Office Space, bye, motherfucker, bye, motherfucker. Like they said uh, with Eiffel uh, Fifty Two, I think uh, I'm blue. Anyway, Matt, what's your <laughs> What's way it? to go what's my what what's your what oh wait wait wait! no no sorry oh. guys i'm sorry i'm so sorry i'm sorry my actual favorite is another blue character it's sonic the hedgehog he's uh, been in the archie uh, comics for about like that's true i think 20 years so um yeah it's a favorite he's the favorite all right oh man um, i forgot i was gonna use a segue earlier for you keon which was talking about chaos emeralds but anyway matt continue oh fuck i 3d printed a bunch of those recently yeah yeah, yeah. anyway Good boy. 
<laughs> I um I have a lot of favorite comic characters. I think we both do, but um just a couple like quick shout outs. I love uh Kevin Smith wrote uh, several Batman comics and he's really? done some other comics too as well. But um yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. But uh he created the villain uh Onomatopoeia <laughs> that literally only works and in the comic books, like I would love to see somebody try to adapt that to like <laughs> TV or film, that'd be hilarious. But I'm gonna get you. He, <laughs> he literally <laughs> just like makes onomatopoeia, like that's what he does. And uh, I, it's not that he's my favorite character to read. I just couldn't fucking believe he he existed in the. And then when I read it, I was like, oh, he made him like make sense too, which is nice. Um, so he's like a like a, what I would say a shout out favorite, an honorable mention, if you will. But um, two of my favorite characters that I just can't stop reading when I read comics. It's like, I can't stop reading Joker. And we talked about the Joker mm. a while oh, yeah. back, um, a couple episodes ago. And, and when we talked about that, I was like, yeah, he's just, it, just endlessly entertaining as an, as a concept. Um, and then like the flash, in my opinion, is the OP of the DC universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. Like he's just endlessly interesting because his power basically is unlimited and he just chooses to limit it all the time. And so whenever they have runs where they take the restrictions out or they put him in a situation where he can make his power work differently, it's just always, it's it's always so cool. What's your you power? Know? Fast. Wow. That's, it's, it's that? not oh, even, I can do like, everything. <laughs> It's like, yes, that's the thing. It's like, they're like, oh, he goes fast. And it's like, no, 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 no. He can, like, do literally so much shit just because he fasts, you know? <laughs> I mean, if it works for our blue blur, if it works for Sonic the Hedgehog, we're, <sighs> we're, and we're I have a good question. for the goose, good for the gander. Here's the thing. I don't know a lot about a lot of things. Uh, the event that when he, like, becomes powerful or whatever, that's called the quickening, right? <laughs> and Laser's going to end the episode with another I actually thought you were going to ask about character. the Flashpoint Paradox. So, God damn me it. too, but it's fine. Anyway, uh, Laser. Hey guys, so um, let me tell you about uh, a little ditty. Uh, anyway, I like I like the X Men. Um, I like the X Men in general, but I'd have to say Wolverine's probably my favorite character. Nice, yeah. yeah and I mean, like, it's you know, it's fun. To, he's like kind of one of those characters where like he's kind of OP, and it's also kind of a lot of like man pain. You know, like, uh, mm. like uh, yeah. <laughs> all my friends are dead because I'm basically immortal and I smoke cigars and I hate people. You know, yeah. which like. I grew up with X-Men comics. It's probably one of the only superheroes I actually like grew up with. Um, the, just the X-Men comics in general. So uh, the Wolverine yeah. Wolverine gets the most character development. Let's just be real. Like, mm-hmm. And he's the one that people like give a shit about. And like, I like all of the Wolverine movies. Uh, like Even the, the bad ones, I know. Even the bad <laughs> ones. Like fucking Logan was so good. Um, oh my God, fucking, yes. I can't, I think the movie was just called Wolverine. The one There was the Wolverine, like Wolverine and the there was Wolverine Origins. Yeah, I haven't seen Wolverine Origins. Whoa, whoa, but... whoa, whoa. It's called X-Men Origins Wolverine, thank you. And the only okay. version you need confused. to watch is the one where the VFX are half done because that shit's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Before the movie came out, there was a rip online where it was the rough cut and it's very, it's way better than the actual oh, wow. movie. Is that, is yeah. that Origins where it is? Or? No, yes, yeah. I'm going to have to watch that for sure. The thing is, X-Men Origins Wolverine was so bad that they canceled their entire idea of doing X-Men Origins. But mm-hmm. I will tell you this, Laser. Hmm. Uh, my girlfriend would agree with you that Wolverine is one of the best characters of all time. He's, he's like dope as hell. And like, I, I just, like I said, he has a lot of character development. And I think I, I, I have a soft spot for characters that are like total hard asses, like hate everyone that like soften up. You know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. that, that and the found family trope are like 
some of my like kind of guilty pleasure things where it's like oh, oh nice. of course like you know they all found each other and they all love each other and, and that's just, what's beautiful <laughs> so about comics is because so much of it is found families yeah it's it's found like x-men especially like the whole point is it's a bunch of these people like getting together and then like you know growing to be teammates and stuff and and trying not to die <laughs> yeah and then like wolverine's like no i'm like a lone wolf and all this shit and he's just like oh shut the fuck up wolverine come and help us beat up some bad guys and he's like fuck you guys okay <laughs> he basically <laughs> says that okay it's dumb as shit i love it hey guys mm-hmm. um we yes. still have all of our things going on where we're talking about you know if we have 50 reviews views on apple Podcasts. we're going to be doing an episode where i eat a hopping euro pepper what's our other one guys hell yeah uh, 100 uh, if subscribers. we get 250 likes on our facebook i will be picking one of those people at random to give them a free 3d print from print 3d llc and what True. is our other one matt uh, 100 subscribers and we'll do an episode where you guys get to pretty much pick everything we talk about we'll have a post uh everybody can comment shit uh please mm-hmm. don't do habanero peppers again though because that would yeah. kill laser yeah, 150 I mean, subscribers. I'll Ghost peppers, though, Fuck go it. for it. Although I'll, I'll only do it again if that comes after me already doing it. Uh, I'm not going to give you a taste of the habanero before you've earned it. <laughs> and uh, remember, 150 reviews on Apple Podcasts. I will start a completely legitimate and dedicated ASMR channel. So thank you so much for listening to Why a Podcast. I'm Laser. Oh man, I um, diamonds, Lalaric. <laughs> I'm Matthew. Uh, they're not forever, Slaza. I'm Keon. I'm the best there is at what I do, and what I do isn't very nice. Wolverine, Boozar. Hey wow. guys, uh, mm. now you know why. Ba-da-ba-ba. We should have done why you know X, like X Men. Yeah, like X, like what the fuck, laser? Why didn't uh, you? Why do, you know? No, why why, didn't you make now it you know why X gonna hey, yo, give, give it, it to you. you. What? what? Fuck, waiting for you to get it on your own. X, X gonna, gonna give it to you. Knock, 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 open up the door. It's real with the knife.